And as the sun set on the horizon, they lived happily ever after. Ever heard of it? Hello and welcome to Happily Ever Heard of It. I'm your host, Jesse Jollis, and boy, oh boy, I'm not going to lie to you. I am, I just had, where, have you ever just been like, where the heck am I? Because that's where I am right now. It's Monday night. And I haven't recorded an episode. And I said, well, how did you do this? But I was traveling. Any I said, you got to sit down and record. And um, I said, you might as well just keep them up to date. Some of you might know, I just went to, uh, I went home to D.C. for a little bit. And then I went to Colorado with my new boyfriend. <laughs> and you can learn so much when you travel. You can learn so much. Traveling, I feel like it's either a time to get to know ourselves or others. When I went to London last year, I learned so much about myself. And a lot of times, like the people you meet along the way, I don't know, I think traveling is incredible. For me, you and honestly, everyone involved. Um, And, you know, when you go away with someone, it's like, you're gonna learn about each other. And you're gonna get a little closer, a little more intimate. And uh, my boyfriend was like, let's go camping. And like, what is camping? You know, I think Troop Beverly Hills. I think fondue. I think what a cute little outfit. I think put up a tent, you know, however you put up a tent. I think of hammocks. I think of nature. I think of fun, you know. And that isn't the camping experience that I had. Now, what I love about me is a lot of times I'm just like, I don't really research things. I I trust the people I'm with. I say whatever, whatever you want, whatever you think would be fun, whatever you think would be best. So my boyfriend was like, yeah, we're going to get supplies and then we're going to go camping. And, you know, I don't know timing. We had to get all the equipment that day and we went to start this hike and I knew it was going to be a two to three hour hike. Okay. A two to three hour hike in Colorado. So please remember there's the altitude and you know, uh, what is altitude? It'll really get you. I'll tell you that. First of all, I run dehydrated. Everybody knows that I run dehydrated. So when you add altitude on top of that, Woo, I'm really, I'm trying to pump water as much as I can, okay? And we start the hike at 5.30. Remember, it's a two to three hour hike. And I'm like, okay, we have to get up this mountain. My boyfriend's like, we're going to camp outside, okay? And we're trying to beat the sun. Or we're trying to beat the sun from going down. Like, because ideally we don't want to get there when it's pitch black, you know? But in my head, I go, what's so fun about this is, we're going to get to like a campsite, like a camp site, like a site where campers are. So in my head, we'll know when we reach it because there'll be a bunch of little tents and a bunch of little lanterns and fondue machines. And 
you know, the last hour of this hike is called like Boulder Pass, which means like we're I, I'm literally straddling rocks and just praying for my life to get up this hill. I'm out of breath. I'm like tired, but also the sun is coming going down. So I'm like, we don't have much time and I'm scared. Um, but by the time we get there, like the sun is pretty much gone and it's dark and I'm pretty sure that I see bears everywhere. Like I was like, okay, what's incredible is the tent is two bears just making an A. Uh, you know, I could bet- pee between like those two bears or behind that other bear. And my boyfriend has actually become a bear himself. So everything's a bear because in the dark, I can't see anything and I'm just convinced it's a bear. I'm sure there was a raccoon. I said I heard something that's a bear and I got so nervous. So when we get to the campsite, my stomach is in knots. Like I am talking painful. I got there and I was holding my stomach for dear life being like, what's going on? And I don't know if I thought it was going to be super romantic. Um, and I don't know if when I realized there were no other campers in the camp area and it was just going to be us, if I thought, oh, it's just us in the middle of nowhere. And like, that would be cute. Or if I just thought I was going to be eaten by a bear in the middle of nowhere. No one ever knew I was there. But what's fun is I actually had my body revolt against me. So my stomach starts hurting so much. My boyfriend's like, what's going on? And I said, I cannot talk to you right now. I need to go into the tent and I need to make music. And by that, I mean, I was farting uncontrollably. So there's beauty, there's grace, and then there's just absolute orchestra vibrations from your butt. And before that, like, I had sort of like tooted in front of him, like, ooh, did you hear it? And at that point, then I was just like ripping, ripping farts. And to the point where he said, and I quote, Wow, they really sound almost fake like they use in movies. And I said, thank you for that. Because my stomach hurt so much and there really was no no going back for me. But it also, my stomach is the thing that sort of was the catalyst for me going on this journey. As you recall, it's such stomach pains. And my stomach continually still lets me know (laughs) when it's nervous or if the energy is tight or if it wants me to like change or just sort of assess the situation, you know, and maybe I was wearing the pack wrong. I'm not sure, but I got there and I was bloated and it hurt. Um, was it romantic? No, it did not become romantic. And it, made me think about the fact that like when I got there and because I got there in the dark, it was really hard for me to not see bears everywhere. And a sort of mindset that I've tried to adapt in stressful situations where my brain is like, well, we're going to get eaten by bears. Clearly that's a bear. I just heard a bear. I'm going to be murdered by bears. It's like, well, what if they don't come? Like, 
what if I know that's not going to happen? I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to get back. I'm going to record a podcast on Monday night, cracked out, exhausted because I didn't do it on the trip and I waited to the last minute. What if that's my fate instead? And that's something I've tried to use in any situation that starts to get stressful. Like, what if I shift my mindset? Because a lot of times afterwards, I'll be like, what a close call. Whoosh. I wish I hadn't spent so much time and energy worrying, you know? And I forget this metaphor that I heard one time and I was really thought it was funny, which was like, imagine for a second you're a tree. The seasons come and go every year. You know, in the summer, you're beautiful, you're blossoming, the fall comes, you change colors, and then your leaves start falling off. And there's a tendency that I have, which is when my leaves start falling off, to be like, oh my God, I'm losing my leaves. I'm so scared. Like, what if my leaves never come back? What if they never grow back? And winter comes where it's like, I've lost every single leaf on my body. And what if this is me forever? Like, what if I never bloom and blossom again? What if this is the winter that causes me to absolutely become a barren tree forever and ever and ever? And I can't enjoy winter. I can't even enjoy fall because I'm so stressed out that what's happened every single time, every single year after every single season, which is that my leaves do come back and they blossom. And then I have a beautiful, wonderful spring and summer and fall again. But like, why is it that I can't like enjoy my fall? Why can't I enjoy my fall and my winter when honestly, I'm the skinniest tree there is? That's when I'm the sveltest I'll ever be. I don't have a leaf on me. I'm absolute skin and bones. Like there's a part of me that's like, I should enjoy that part, that season too. Even though it's a season that seems lower, a lot of times in life, right? The peaks and valleys, the peaks are wonderful, but we learn and we grow in the valleys. And normally that's like the art or the energy or the 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 morals or the you know changes that we make that when we get to the peaks again like we're different people I think about that I think about like when I'm in a winter fall scenario where I'm catastrophizing which is a condition like I believe when you're triggered and again I don't know if I've said this and I want to kind of repeat it, which is like I'm not an expert I'm not a licensed therapist like if anybody I I'm merely sharing my experiences and my kind of conclusions and the things that have helped me. But obviously, if you're struggling or anything, you should definitely seek a licensed professional. And I just want to say that. But these these are just things that I think about that have that have helped me. So if you are someone who kind of thinks of the worst case scenario a lot and sort of stays in it, lives in it, kind of freaks out in it and thinks of like, you know, did I have the bear spray at the ready? Yeah, I did. Of course I did all night. Did I make us eat, you know, 
a hundred feet at least away from where we were sleeping and we had to hide the food. Yeah. Cause I've seen documentaries and I've read things about bears and I said, we're not going to have any food near us. And he said, there aren't bears up here. And I said, prove it, prove it by hiding the food and putting the bear spray out. Okay. So if that is a tendency that you have as well, I'm extending to you the, the metaphor that I like to use with the trees and the leaves. And I remind myself when I'm in whatever season to be like, you know that your leaves grow back. You lose a job. You know that your leaves grow back. Maybe you're in a fight with someone. You know your leaves grow back. You know you can mend. You know that you've gotten through this before and you can get through this again. So we're not going to sit in it and worry and spend our time, energy, and even our physical body kind of freaking out about those situations. And instead... We're going to choose to believe that it will repeat itself the way it does every time and everything will, will work out the way it has hopefully in the past or at least a few times. Um, and I think that that is the mindset that I would like to adapt. And I think that, you know, even in the bear scenario where I'm pretty sure I, I scared any bear around because they said, what is that sound? of gas passing and I've frightened animals before and I'll do it again and my body said if we have to absolutely skunk out we're doing it what a privilege what a right what an honor um you guys I'm gonna keep it pretty short this week because I am a little bit tired (laughs) I'm a little bit tired and next week and the week after I actually have some great ones planned. Um, I still want to do some people who have emailed or messaged. Thank you. And I'm going to answer those questions coming up and start to have um podcast guests, which I can talk to. If anyone has any suggestions or recommendations, let me know. Um, and thank you for, you know, following along and remember If you are the villain in your own story, you also get to be the hero. So put on your cape, bitch, and fly.